0: is going on everybody out there all of you butts and beauties it is episode number 97 of hat trick hockey which is always brought to you by our good friends over at gl heritage the official beer of hat trick hockey if you like rob's hoodie right there he's got on skate lace hoodie looking pretty sweet in the hth hoodie you just smash the link on the post bring you right into our merch store you'll be able to order all of your sweet hth merch this obviously it's number ninety-seven. It's the Connor McDavid edition of Hat Trick Hockey. Seven seasons in the league, four hundred eighty-seven games, two hundred thirty-nine goals, four hundred and fifty-eight assists, six hundred ninety-seven points, one point four three points per game so far over his career. He's a uh, World U eighteen, World Junior, World Championship gold medalist. He's a four-time Art Ross winner for most points, three-time Ted Lindsay. Award winner, voted on by the NHLPA, two-time Art Trophy winner for the league MVP, current Oilers captain, obviously. They're making a run right now. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. In the meantime, I'll bring in my boy, Rob. Rob, what's up, dude? Oh, not much.
1: Just recovering from this weekend. Lots of drinking. Did you? (laughs) Drinking and golfing, yeah.
0: Where, Where did you go?
1: I uh, golfed uh,
0: Orchard View. Who, who'd you go with?
1: Uh, Doug Huntley and uh, Scott uh, Chittle.
0: Okay. And um,
1: uh, Molly's dad, Molcaster, Mr. Molcaster. Sweet. It was a good time.
0: It's always a good time on the golf course.
1: It was shitty out, kind of raining, drizzly, but it it niceened up uh, at the end.
0: Well, Saturday, that storm came through. Holy fuck. Yeah. I was in, uh, fricking like London, at ball and it hit and we could like see it come, and it comes so fast. It was just like, boom. And it was right on top of us and figures we're in like the sixth inning of a game too. And it just starts pissing down rain. I mean, in sheets and it got super windy too. This storm, as it went up like further, it killed like eight, eight or nine fucking people. Did you see that? that turned into a, um, Tornado and shit, eh? Like that's nuts, man. When it hit London, it was bad. Steph said it was pouring here. But but that was at like 9 a.m. It hit London probably around noon. Well, but it was fucking crazy, dude. But I'm sore as fuck. I can barely wipe like hurts to wipe my ass, man. I'm so sore. I haven't used all these muscles in a while, right? And all the running, and it didn't help that it was I was okay for the first game because it hadn't rained yet. Then when it rained during the like second game when you well when you're running on a field that's soft right it's like running on the beach, yeah. So it gets you get your legs, man. So my thighs right. and stuff are sore as fuck. So
1: that's what a lot of people get hurt, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So, wow, so.
1: bullshit, and it's cold too, right? Yeah. So.
0: It is. So a couple stories here before we uh, jump into the Battle of Alberta and stuff like that, into the series on the back half here we kind of hit it right on the head. So the Leafs sign geo to a two year 800 K AAV. So he signs for 1.6 million for two years, which is a complete bargain for the Leafs. I think this is a great move. And I was told that he even told them that he would take less so they could sign elsewhere to, and get other guys. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what he said. And he did it too. Right. So fucking maybe- team guy. Maybe maybe these these uh, big dogs making all the money, uh, you know, uh, join up with them and and take a take a pay cut. You want to be better. You want to win the cup. This is what mm-hmm.
2: you got to do.
0: I know it's crazy, dude. But I was I kind of knew like that was that was gonna happen, right? Um, well, you know what? We'll just talk about it now because I'm sure everybody's talking. Did you see Lucic hit Mike Smith? Yeah. What What did you think of it?
1: I didn't think it was that dramatic as him getting kicked out for it.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like I
1: thought of had- thought it was a bump, but you know, um, who was it? Was it? Was it the St. Louis goalie that hit that one guy and fucked him right up because he wasn't prepared for him to be hit back, and he wasn't hitting him, but he ended up remember stumbling. Yeah, that in, was the guy. From,
0: that was the. It was a St. Louis backup goalie hit a guy from Ottawa.
1: Yeah, fucked him right up, like. In, in all honesty i just thought his leg kind of clipped him as he was slowing up and you mm-hmm. know it's a fucking yard sale when smith hit the ice and,
0: did you hear what freaking Luch said Luch, Luch was like if i wanted to hit him me and him both wouldn't be playing next game that's what he said if i wanted to hit him
1: right well remember when he took out uh,
0: ryan miller
1: yeah he yeah
0: rushed ryan miller
1: Right, and said he didn't mean to, but you can yeah. see
0: he totally <laughs> dominated over. Well, yeah, yeah, when the guy's legs were fucking over his head and his mask was fifteen yeah. feet away, I <laughs> was trying to hit him like come
1: on. <laughs> and come
0: the on. league also announced that he will not be facing any fine, won't be missing any games or anything either. So he should have just- got kicked out of that game. I agree. Maybe two minutes for interference or something like that or whatever.
1: Cadre's hit was harder than that one.
0: Mm-hmm. He received, you know what, speaking of that, we'll go on to that. He received, like, death threats and shit. Like, there's cops involved. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's, fuck like, people, it's a f- game. Calm the fuck down. <laughs>
1: Figure it out, people. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?
0: Like, Jesus. It's not soccer. Yeah, like, so, like, literally received death threats and stuff like that. That's stupid. And then... I think, I don't know if it was the same game or the game after that series. They're fucking hitting and that yeah. abs in that Avs and Blue series. The one guy it was uh, Gerard, I believe, on D got hit so hard it broke his sternum. Really? His sternum's broke, done for the playoffs. Wow. So now. Isn't
2: I that think, the main bone in your
1: chest? Yeah. Holy fuck. Broke
0: it. So now they're talking about that uh, McDermott or McDermott is going to be entering a lineup. So he's one of the tough guys that plays D. Oh, yeah, yeah. What I would have done, and I think the Lightning use it, is why wouldn't you dress 7D? The Lightning do it and thrive on it. They always dress 7D. You know what I mean? You could yeah. yeah. have him in there just as a, you know, if you fuck around, we're going to put this guy out on the ice, and then that's it. Have him as your 70.
1: yeah, well, you're wasting the spot though too, right, but uh, he's not
0: that like he's not, he's not that bad, he's just super fucking tough
1: but does he end up pulling a a clifford or or a Simmons and no and, you know no, he mean, just, he no he just just fight
0: no, he'd just fight he i think he knows his role there, but it's just this crazy man um mm-hmm. so the lightning and Panthers, there they were. They ended up, they played back to back games, obviously, because they're in the same state they're actually playing now. But uh, some of the Florida players were seen at the strip club in Tampa at three o'clock in the morning. When you're so when you're A down
1: or like after the
0: game, I'm thinking it was like last night, they probably got into fucking Tampa or whatever, and they probably just. Went to the strip club or whatever. I think, no, wait, this is game four they're playing. So, it yeah, it probably was after the last game or whatever. No, I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is it was there was a game day where they were seen at, at the strip club at 3 a.m. leading into a game day.
1: Well, I think, that I think the, if that's true, then they, they mailed it in.
0: But is that the best thing to do considering you're down 3-0 in the series right now? Oh, your coach is losing his fucking mind but not to mention that says that like you've packed it in yep
1: it does 100
0: or do you think they'll play better when they're playing guilty <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know guilty and hungover i don't think they go to guess
0: sometimes that's sometimes that's that's when you have your your best games and what i mean by playing guilty is that's playing hungover is playing guilty. That's the, that's what they call it. I'm going to do a quick little score check here while I'm thinking about it. It's still 0-0 zero, zero, and they're out shooting uh, the Lightning 21-5 to five in the second period. So they're, they're bringing their swag. Maybe all the booze and rippers and everything fucking boobs all over and maybe got everything going. Fucking snail tracks everywhere all over their suit. So I don't know. We'll see how they do it. Um, oh. Also too, they also Inserted Joe Thornton into the lineup for game four as well. It can't hurt. So you okay over there? Rob's fucking yawning away. Oh, I
1: can't stop. I'm just so gassed.
0: (laughs) Also, Rust signed a six-year deal with the Penguins. He uh re-up there. So that's probably a good thing for uh for the pens there. He's a big piece. Yeah. For them, dude. Some of these guys like are just putting on playoff performances that are, like, unreal right now. Like, some of the goalies, too. Like, remember how last show, like, we were shooting the shit about the goalies and Vasilevsky and and stuff like that. Since that game seven against the Leafs, He's fucking four and oh, he stopped 132 of 136 shots. His save percentage is in the like 940s or 950s. He's like, since that game seven's been, and he's only allowed one goal every game one, 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 one. since then. Um, so he's in Fuego right now. So look for that. You know what? Let's just go over to, uh, our interview and then we'll just fucking we'll shoot the shit on everything going on and all the series in the back half what do you think that's good do it that way all right everybody yeah. we got dale mitchell in for round two talking leamington flyers this and that we talked a whole bunch of stuff with dale we had some fun with him too about beer in the seats and, and stuff like that so everybody enjoy here he is leamington flyers head coach mr dale mitchell roll it no time Woo. Well, ladies and gentlemen, back for round two with us, we have two-time OHL champion, two-time Memorial Cup champion, former Windsor Spitfire. These days, you'll see him behind the bench of the Leamington Flyers. Let's welcome back to the coach, or back, back to the coach, back to the show, Coach Dale Mitchell. How's it going, buddy?
2: Uh, pretty good. I mean, a uh, couple days to digest that that tough, series loss, but... The sun came up the next day. So, yeah, everything's good. Other than that,
0: dude, that's pretty good for a team that used 18 rookies.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's uh, again, I guess when you really look at the big picture, expectations weren't high. But I think when you set the bar so high after finishing first, um, I would say, like, you know, you assume you got to take it home from that point. But yeah, no, it was it was a lot of learning. Mm. Yeah, man, fuck, uh,
0: that was crazy. I know you guys are, were just everywhere. I just kept seeing like win after win after win. So we'll kind of start from the start of the year, kind of. So how was it like for your your first freaking camp there as coach and everything? Like how that had to have been hard.
2: Well, I kind of jumped on pretty late. I think it was. God, look, it feels like forever ago, but I would say end of August. Well, I would say August, I, I talked to Soltz about joining the staff and as an assistant. And uh, he wasn't sure who was the head coach because Crowder, Cam Crowder had stepped down and, and did uh, was doing other business endeavors. So he was looking for a coach, and um, I guess just, I guess luck of the draw, not finding one and, and perfect right place, right time. I kind of just, you know, we both said, well, what about myself? Um, And, you know, it's not easy. I guess, I thought it would be easy at the time, you know, just to jump in as a head coach. And I definitely learned a lot, that's for sure. But um, it came pretty quickly there at the end of August. And then uh, the camp because of COVID was only two or three days and your team was pretty much already signed. So it was a lot of the, first time I've seen a lot of those guys uh to begin with and then uh what's funny is that's when the vaccine stuff came so I hadn't gotten mine right away so I actually had to sit out two (laughs) weeks to start the season oh so that was a bit of a debacle and I'm going like you know it's like you know how committed you know you're kind of thinking like do these guys even take me seriously at that point but I think after coming back and then we started rolling and, and uh you know, that was when it was kind of the nerve settling. You got to sit sit front row and, and watch it. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you put posters up in the uh, dressing room of your, you know, two Memorial cups or whatever? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no. Like take me fucking serious. Let's go boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: no, I mean, it's, uh, again, I didn't, I, I'm not from the area. Obviously I'm from Mississauga, Toronto area. So I didn't really know the guys at all. And, uh, some that had been a part of the club for before covid and so it was almost coming in with no preconceived notions on anybody so that was kind of nice uh but at the same time now overlooking everything it's nice to build these bonds and kind of again i built the bonds with these guys all year that you know i think if he had that kind of bond maybe that would have been the next uh piece of the puzzle because you kind of it's it takes you almost half a year to to figure everybody out Mm -hmm. and know their personalities and what makes them tick and what doesn't and how to get them going and etc yeah that would wait
1: when you lived in a tobacco, did you ever get carjacked like mitch marner
2: (laughs) (laughs) if i had one like his i guess it would be (laughs) this guy's
0: always talking shit like all the time (laughs)
2: I guess it would be. It's
1: just a a gangster fucking city now. Like Jesus, like what are we doing?
2: What's going on there? I guess it would be humbling because then I then I would have had a nice car, uh, (laughs) (laughs) a a fucking
1: Escalade, and it would have got jacked.
2: I think I would wouldn't mind if they took my car there because then I could get a new one. Well, be careful in Leamington.
1: You never know what might happen there. Like you know, (laughs) yeah, tomato capital (laughs) of the world, right?
2: A lot, of, a lot of agriculture on the farms. And, yeah. Don't <laughs> drive a tractor. It's, uh, it's uh, gone. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think a Range Rover is really useful here. <laughs> no, they don't need
1: that. You yeah. drive a nice fucking John Deere.
2: Any you pickup truck is what Not
1: they too. want. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So now, like, uh, so I I come out to see a bunch of games this year out in Levington with the boys and, uh, I I I got to meet uh Wyatt O'Neill. What a stud that kid is. Yeah, he
0: was sick. I think he was just goals all all the time.
2: Yeah, he's uh again, he was a guy that um he'd spent, I believe, you know, two years in the organization before, and, and unfortunate for him, he got his development limited because of COVID. So yeah. Um kind of jumping in and expecting him to be a leader right away, which I think when you're 20, you think you're a leader, but again, you have to learn how to be one. And I think it took some time at first, uh, you know, again, knowing his personality and, you know, just because you're older doesn't mean you are a leader. Uh, You have to learn how to be one. And I think uh, not to fast track to the end of the year, but I I think he took a massive step in playoffs and he really uh, put the team first. and that was nice to see. But um, I think for him, he got the raw end of the deal when it comes to playing. He, he in terms of, you know, we had this kid line that uh, was Grunder and the McPherson's and those guys, he couldn't split them up. So, you know, no no disrespect to the rest of the guys, but, you know, Wyatt always had to kind of carry whatever line he was playing with. And I give him hats off for that. Mm-hmm. You know, he, I'm sure he always wanted to try to play with the, the McPherson's and and Grunner, but it was too hard to split them up throughout the year. And, uh, I know, I think he did a really good job and he, you know, we always put the team first for the, for the most part. And, um, again, in playoffs, he took a big step when it came to leadership. And I was happy to see that and and that he ended his junior career. Well,
1: Mm -hmm. that's a quick growing up, right? Because you really don't have hockey for two years, like you said, and then next thing you know, you're assistant captain. And then now you got to put the team first and, you know what I mean? Like like you said, it it took him – but but, but it, it would have been a lot better if he would have had the growing pains of doing it all, right? He had to, like you said, fast-track it and uh just make it happen.
2: Well, exactly. I think that, again, we have to – as a coaching staff, really understand that we can't assume these guys are just going to be able to become great leaders because they lost, I want to say it, you know 18 months but okay say a solid year of you know your 19 year old year learning from that 20 year old you know what it takes to be a leader when it when it is time to put the team first etc cetera, etc cetera, where he lost that and i think you know i'm not going to speak for you know him and o'brien and and apolatori uh, but um i got to think in the back of their mind they're wondering if there was even going to be hockey this season with you know i for think sure. now everything's back to normal but we have to remember you know, vaccine mandates, et cetera, no fans. like, And then a shutdown, like these guys are probably thinking this is just a joke. And so for them to kind of dial in after Christmas uh, was great to see, but there was some, you know, at the beginning, there was a bit of a rough patch uh, for, for everyone trying to get to, you know, I think all the rookie stuff has kind of come to an end. And I think how they were treated back in the day is not how I think you should be treated, and I think that was a bit of again growing pain for all of us to mm-hmm. to learn. But um, you know, they you know they were good with it. And you got to remember, like you said, what was it, seventeen rookies, eighteen, really, 18, eighteen, and then four vets. Like you're almost that's <laughs> you're unheard almost- of.
0: But to do that fucking good too is unheard of. Yeah, but yeah. you're outnumbered. You're outnumbered
1: as a vet, yeah. so you can't really do anything. No, no. like Pick up my Pick up my stick.
2: So, yeah, that's where I think for them, that was a lot to kind of, you know, I guess adapt to because normally you'd only have two or three rookies and 17 vets. So mm-hmm. if it's not the 20-year-old telling the rookie to smarten up, it, it would be the 18-year-old, etc. right? But a lot of our 18-year-olds were rookies too. Mm-hmm. So, again, I think it was learning for us as a staff and learning for Wyatt, you know, again, he has to remember that a lot of what he does, the way he works hard or whether he works hard, the way he communicates, whether he carries himself, all these guys are watching him, whether he likes it or not. So again, there was a couple slip-ups, but he definitely as a man owned up to a lot of stuff. And he was, uh, again, one of our, our top guys in playoffs for sure. And he battled through injuries and, and, stuff that he could easily just shut it down but he he was a man about things and he, he was great he was definitely he grew on me a lot and i learned a lot from him and i think that he should be proud of the way he ended his career and mm-hmm. especially not even just to mention he worked 40 hours a week too which he never yeah. did before right you know when he played for Leamington before he was just hockey one now he had to juggle hockey and uh working monday to thursday 40 hours which
1: and he was like 17 years old at that time right
2: yeah and Again, we play our home game Thursday, and he's coming from work uh, to our games with work boots and, and uh, you know, work clothes. Not, not to say that's bad, but, you know, okay, man, this guy's been working all day. I can't imagine putting the skates on or expecting to skate on that Olympic ice and, and, and battle in a playoff round, right? So, you yeah. got to, again, that's where it came, us learning as a staff, you know, okay, we can't be so hard on these vets that have been, you know, working all day. You know, we got to juggle that, so. Again, I was proud the way he ended it. And he was one of our big, big, uh, big spots in the playoffs as well. All
0: these rookies, though, like two, three years from now, like you guys are
2: going to be like stacked. Well, that's the thing. This is what I'm trying to learn too is that I don't know, do these guys leave or do they try to pursue school somewhere else? Because obviously, Junior B isn't the. I think it's equivalent to Junior A in in Toronto or the OPJHL, but how do the schools perceive it, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Again, I'm trying to talk with the GM, and he's kind of saying, you know, well, this guy might want to go pursue this to try to get more looks and et cetera, et cetera. But I think the good thing is, is, you know, as you saw, Jeffrey, you can always come back, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that's the positive thing. And, uh, I mean, it would be great to hold on to majority of our team but again, you don't want to hold these kids back from pursuing hockey as a career. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, I guess bittersweet when if a guy leaves that as a big part of your team, you know, at least he's doing it to, to better his career.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I i would I would go to uh, Jose's where you guys, uh, <laughs> <No>, I <I'd, I'd, laughs> get the free food. I didn't give a shit, I don't, I don't care. I, I'd leave with 20 dudes numbers out of there like i I don't nobody picks up like i do that's not so bad that being said hey Hey,
2: it's okay nowadays (laughs) it is you know like
1: hey i like to drink i like to talk to people you know like it It doesn't sounded funny that was all you just just get a couple dudes numbers and you walk out of there like hey i got some numbers boys It was all for the podcast. And there are a bunch I of freaking beauties that you got on yeah. that team, like all stand up guys. Nobody gave me shit. Nobody, you know, like, you know, they all listened to, to like, hey, I got a podcast. You guys want to come on? And, and it was like, here's my number. Here's my number. Here's, my, and you know what I mean? Like, so, like, what I'm trying to figure out is if Wyatt's showing up in work boots and farm clothes is his dad bringing him his, you know, he had the, uh, you know, the pimp hat and he, uh, he called it like it was, uh, you know, it, I think it was purple or I could have been drunk, but whatever, but you know, no, are you sure you weren't? <laughs> I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was like, but you know, like, no, he's I got put together
2: like, well. Yeah. He, he knows how to dress. He's that's a
1: good right kid. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 He's a well dresser and a handsome dude.
2: Yeah. I hope he stays in the game. That's for sure. I, I joke around about, you know, maybe coaching next year, but I think he needs to get away from hockey for a while for him to you know, love it again. I don't know if he it was a long playoff and people forget in March we had 15 games in 30 days. That was just before playoffs. Wow. So, um, like every other another, day? Yeah, because we got shut down in January. So they had to peg it all into one month. So that was another big thing where again, I, guys were almost tired before playoffs, but yeah, he he he. Uh, yeah, he's put together well. That's for sure. Um,
1: well, he's got great family. Eh? Hey, those O'Neill's they're they're hard workers, farmers. You know what I mean? You know, like yeah. that, and and like so, like let, let me ask you this, Dale. When when you got to the team, was the team already picked?
2: Pretty is that much. what you were
1: saying, or did you get to?
2: Well, I think you're kind of handcuffed in the sense that there is only so many guys to pick from. So I went to the camp, and obviously you know, Salty and I were there with Matt Anthony. Uh, I don't, Rides wasn't actually signed yet as an assistant. and McKibben wasn't either. So it was just the three of us at the one camp. And, you know, you can only have so many 16-year-olds at the time. So you could only sign two. And then you had to pick from the rest who aren't always signed. So I, you know, I I trusted that Solzzi. He, I mean, he knew what he was doing. Um, and, and you could see actually he, he had a, good group of guys and the right guys that's for sure uh I mean obviously we didn't win it but to get where we got for for what what was what we were able to get was was impressive I mean now I think knowing the players knowing local guys I'm sure of course my input will be valued a little bit more uh but I didn't jumping on late last year I kind of was just you know pick the team and I'll work with what we got because that's I don't know any different
0: so, when did uh, Ride come along?
2: So, I would say if I was end of August, Rides was probably like, well, I would say, okay, I was assistant ma- middle of August, but Ride Out would have been once Soltias as head coach. I would say Rides was maybe four or five days after because camp was the 7th of September. So, Rides was probably the 5th of September. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, did he did.
1: Did you walk him into it? Like, did you talk him into it?
2: Well, I, I never met. I, I obviously I knew of Rides. Uh, Wellwood is a, Eric Wellwood's a good buddy of mine as well. So he had coached with Rides in Flint. Um, I know that you know he had been around the Spitfires a year before I was as a strength coach. So uh, I knew he was well respected and good at what he does. Um, again, it's just he was a name thrown out, and obviously you're wondering if you know he's again. It's not full-time so they had i know he has his gym and his other businesses and coming from windsor three times a week is tough too being 40 minutes away so uh, i know justin sold to coach with him in, in the university as well so they had that connection but um you know it's never you know he's, he's an older guy i don't i know the, the pay is nothing i think you lose money on gas to be honest with you so it was exciting that when he did, he did commit, I mean, I'm sure he would have been a candidate much earlier, but I'm not sure if they, they knew he would want to do it. So I knew when Wellwood offered him up, I thought, yeah, obviously, no brainer. Yeah. That yeah. A nice he just started, we
0: had
1: him on the show and, and yeah, he, that's he right. just yeah. an awesome guy. But you know what? If you guys started selling beer in the crowd instead of in the, like, I can't believe that. Like, I can't believe how much money, Essex made oh my just god! just selling it in the bowl oh I know that's it I don't nuts. know I, like you can get suggest- Kingsville to jump back on and and Ooh. you know what I mean like and now you can pay his gas, you can pay his fucking insurance like <laughs>
2: literally- yeah I, I don't I talked to again this isn't throwing salts yet the bus but um we had mentioned it all the time in the coaches and my even my father-in-law said I and I have buddy uh people I work with like I don't want to go to your games I can't have a beer Right. You know, that was one of the selling points. I was like, yeah. I guess I don't blame you. So uh, that's over my head. It's a, We could only suggest it. Maybe this will make some noise for it. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I, I, I can't. They used to do it before. So that's why. Yeah, they had the Kingsville
1: a, Kingsville Brewery. They were selling yeah, the cans yeah. out in the crowd. And, and everything was easy peasy. I don't know if
2: it's a licensing thing or a municipality thing. I don't think we... I don't even think Flemington gets a cut from the Kingsman club or, or any of that kind of stuff. So, well, that, that was another
1: it, thing that I wanted to mention to you. You had one fucking server for <laughs> the lineup was out the door and it's one girl cracking beers and taking money and cracking <laughs> beers and taking it. was like, what, what is going on here?
2: Yeah, well, stuff <laughs> like that. You Cause you got to remember, we went from 75 fans in November to a thousand. Yeah. More. I was at
1: your first game and, and we, we were 10 of them.
2: Yeah, so I, maybe it was a lot um, overwhelming for the management, but uh, maybe in this podcast we can make some noise because I oh, we'll suggested noise. it. Yeah, because
0: yeah, start selling booze yeah. in the fucking. I, I'm scene. all about the noise. Fuck.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the boys, I think that, the boys want to yeah, crush yeah. beers yeah. while we
0: watch them play. Well, we've yeah. had
1: we've had Jordan Broman on it's Wyatt, Wyatt's uh, brother-in-law, mm-hmm. and. Okay. <laughs> So he went in to get a beer, and he said, "I'm standing in line, standing in line, standing in line. I I just cracked my beer open, and I got to slug it because the period's starting now." He goes, "I just finished my beer, and oh, yeah, as I'm getting the to stands. the door,
2: they score Wyatt scores. Oh yeah, because you, can you bring it in the stands? No, no, no. Yeah, so I don't know if it's maybe a, a liquor license thing, but they. Yeah, it's gotta be. Again, I think it's something that at least they." they have heard from other people as well. So maybe it's something they can figure out throughout the summer. Because I don't want to
1: sit in that room and not get to see the hockey game. You know, like I'd love to stand on the, you know, the upper part and and watch a game, having a beer, right? There's nothing better than having a beer and watching hockey. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. I think that's the, well, I'll bring it up for you guys too, as well.
1: So, so (laughs) that's the the one thing. (laughs) Talk to, uh, I can get you a hold of Joe Guerron. And uh, he's, he, he, he does everything for the 73s. And he's the one that got the license, got everything rolling. And they had two bars in Essex. Like, uh, I had not seen that big of a crowd in Leamington in a regular season game. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it was crazy. Like,
2: yeah, no, I think that's definitely a, a big thing. People want to drink LA.
1: beer and watch hockey.
2: Yeah. Simple as that, and well, right. That'll be something. That, that'll be top of the list.
1: Drink beer, play hockey. Drink beer, watch hockey. I, 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 you can, hockey you and beer just go together. Or, together,
2: right? Yeah. No, no, I, I, I we don't can don't...
1: make that a shirt. Drink beer, watch hockey. Drink yeah. beer, play hockey. Let's go. Put it on the back. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> but you know, like, it, and like we're we're talking about in Essex, and they only started doing it in the playoffs, right? So, yeah. um. I'm like, holy shit. Like, if you guys did it in a regular season, you know, like when the shittier teams come in, I'm still going to go and watch because I'm going to be able to have a beer.
2: No, I, I, that's and serious. kill a couple yeah. of hours. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Before you go to bed and then you got to go
2: to work, whatever. But I don't that's know. It's extra, that's extra money. And that creates uh, yeah, a lot of cash sure. for the team,
1: man. We for really sure. Money. And now you can pay right out. Yeah. Or some, food, some food, some Keep, food keeps for the, the guys boys. coming in. Like you know, don't, I don't have to. He don't have to buy a house in Leamington, right? You know, get carjacked no, no. by a, the fucking tomato capital of the world, but whatever.
2: No, I think yeah, I think they got that. Got to get that figured out for sure. And so it's, so it's so it's
0: kind of like the like the old barn then, right? Where you had to like go into a room, like when you went to a flyers game it was like in a room like way back in the day kind of is that how that was yeah kind of at like windsor arena it was kind of like the same thing
1: Essex used to do the same
0: thing when you walked in the second
1: uh on the not the big pad but the smaller pad when you walked in there there's a little like conference room and that's where they used to have the bar well you can't watch a hockey game from there the the it's two pads over so maybe it's it's a licensing thing like it's got to be well, I heard from the girl when I was talking to her and she's like, it's $20,000 insurance thing. It's like, okay, you, you, I'm sure you can figure it
2: out. Yeah, especially but. the city, I think owns the rink. So.
0: Right. They do that. So, I they? So I'm sure there's... Oh there's no, Nature
2: right. Fresh or are they sponsor? I don't know who. Yeah.
1: Talk to the mayor. <laughs> Rob's bringing this shit. Give me an to appointment. Give me an
0: appointment. I'll get this done for you, Dale. i yeah. will get it done for if you. If They're not selling beer in the stands. Rob's starting to fight. Yeah, I'm going to boycott it. I,
1: I'll, I'll be out there in front with the sign. Yeah, <laughs> don't blame it. You won't do it. I will. You know, I will. <laughs> but,
0: oh, my God, that's too funny. Rob. Well, I'm just I'm
1: just trying to say like it. It, it put it put more asses in the seats. You selling beer outside, like because, because, like in Essex, you could take your beer and go down to your seat, too. You didn't have to stay in a certain designated area, you could walk down to the seat, sit in your, and have your beer.
2: But I think the city owns all that, right? The rank and the team, so it might be easier to maneuver through. I don't know. I'm just trying to guess why. Why, hey, it's not. so, oh,
1: in Essex, In
2: that's yeah, I think the, t- the city owns the team. I'm not sure, I don't with know with
0: your uh. I noticed you guys only have one kid from Leamington. Like you guys are all over the place. You guys have yeah. Windsor, Amherstburg, fucking
2: everywhere. But I, I think it's like, Michigan, Michigan. I, I think two, I did. See uh, that. What was it was like two American guys. Um, yeah. A lot of guys from Windsor. So that was another thing that, you know, if you want to have team meeting or certain practice times, well guys have to leave a, you know, after work or school, it takes them almost an hour to get down. I know forty minutes, but who knows Highway Three and et cetera like that. So that was another juggling thing as a coach. That if you had practice at six thirty, some guys are w- wheeling in at like ten after six, which I've never seen before. But that's, they're just doing. They they're trying their best to get there as fast as they can. So for sure, yeah, I don't know the. And again, forgive me. I don't know how many junior guys there are in Kingsville and Leamington. I know. One was traded to Chatham uh, before I was there. So that's one. Jeffrey, he would have been Kingsville. And then wow. yeah, had was Leamington. So I think Ben Taves. So it was like three guys that would actually be in the area. And then everyone else was from Windsor, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Woodsley, Essex, and, and, and whatnot. I was going to say, I've seen that. I was but like, I guess oh. added, you pull a lot from Sun County and Windsor AAA. So, you know, that's you're competing bad, huh? against LaSalle to grab guys.
1: So now, now, Leamington is a big hockey, there's lots of hockey in Leamington. Now, like, like as a coach, um, you know, and and you have your general manager and all that stuff, like, have you guys, I know, I know this is your first year or whatever, but like, have you guys talked about, like, how can we do this, like coming up through the ranks? Like, you know, your, your midgets, your bantams, like where everybody wants to play for Leamington you know like Essex everybody around Essex wants to play for Essex you know you want to be a 73
2: well I know that uh, they made a partnership with Sun County Panthers okay I don't know again that's not Leamington but
1: that's I Windsor isn't still... it Windsor Essex
2: well Sun County would be the like they they play at Essex Arena oh okay but yeah. you have to remember, there's only two AAA teams in the area. So you really want, like, and this is in no disrespect to Double A, single A, but you will ideally want to pull from AAA for the most part. Um, but at the same time, I've always said I can't figure out with the money that's in the city when it comes to the all the farms, you know, all the big greenhouse. You could have actually the best hockey program out of Leamington. And if you wanted to... I guess it's South point. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you got, you got all, you got all like you just driving in there. You see, you know, all the big names, Kalasani, Master Nardi, the Choco. Like if these guys just bottled their buddy, they would have the best hockey program ever. I mean, at least a good start. Well, and all the and, weak places, too, right? Well, yeah, and it's like, I think they're losing money to be honest. Jesus, <laughs> like
1: you could be called the Leamington buds. But that,
2: that's like the soccer or that's like European hockey. That's how where i always played was you, which again, it's always the funny thing that says. You've got to develop these guys or this isn't just here but there's no real thing of developing if you're not growing up in the club so you know for look, I use soccer as an example but even where I played in Denmark well when you were under eight where I was you're going to be on the same team in under nine and you're going to always be with the club and with the trainers so they always see you every day at the rink and then eventually you're going to be on the big club when you're 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. we're here and especially even toronto's even worse you're just bouncing around to wherever you're going to be able to play he's going back and training with his skills coach in the summer and his strength coach your voice is only good for eight months realistically (laughs) right so that's why yeah like you say that's a you know why doesn't leamington have that i think it's a lot of places and then again when money's involved if so-and-so is not playing this doesn't mean the flyers i mean in minor hockey they'll just go to another club because they can Mm. so no no here's one thing i want to ask you dale like so you
1: you you talked about uh single a double a triple a and you said i definitely want to pull guys from triple a now like the way i saw it i i could only play just say for my parents I could only play single A because I couldn't travel to Toronto, Boston, New York. You know what I mean? Places like that. There there's no, uh, grants or whatever, however you want to look at it that can bump that kid up to the double A and then him be that good that somebody else is going to play him or pay him to play triple
2: A. I mean, yeah, if this road down this road, I think hockey's minor hockey's destroyed. It, it is. It's, know, it's incredibly fucking
1: like, expensive. It's not, the,
2: it's not the best players anymore. No. And, you know, I don't want to go too far. To <laughs> bite my no, tongue no. off. You don't want to burn any bridges here. <laughs> it's. Uh, I will. Uh, yeah, minor hockey is completely destroyed in Toronto. It's destroyed. Um, that's the way it is now. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Do we, do we just say no to double A, single A? Absolutely not. But when they come to camps, a lot of the time, you know, the spotlight is going to be on that triple a kid yeah that's just just natural right um but that's why we had a spring camp and you have your your main camp and you, you have an opportunity to look at these guys and then obviously you hope that their parents and then them they're doing their due diligence on well how many spots are even on that team right so for example flyers last year there was a lot of spots available this was before i jumped on but there was uh you know a few kids that that uh I mean, I think they played Double A just a year before their draft year. But again, it's it, it, if you do really do look at all the teams, there's very far and few between a lot of Single A guys. I think I don't not to to say they're not good enough, but I just think that's just how it goes, I guess.
1: Well, it's the coaching. It's the you know what I mean. Like so, you have your A coaches, you have your Double A coaches, you have your Triple A coaches. And, and it goes by money and, and this. Oh, yeah. Like say my, say my
2: son was good enough or say my son <laughs> was old enough to play AAA. I would not be able to put him in it just for the simple fact. This is way too much. Right. I'd have to, I'd have to coach and ask him to play for free or something like that. Like yep. it's any, I think it's north of eight, eight or 9,000. That's just. That's that's
0: 10, 10 for sure. Know. That's not.
2: Yeah, and that's not even travel, and, and that's
1: think- that's double A,
2: and and we're we're double, talking yeah.
1: uniforms, we're talking you know like, but what brought me to this point was I remember Don Cherry saying how much talent is wasted on the pawns that these kids can't go out and play. A. Yeah, because it's double not affordable. Trip, because it's incredibly expensive. Yeah. Like I couldn't put my kid in fucking any travel, like even if he wanted to play hockey. But regardless, I could not afford it. I would lose my house, or I I live in a camper or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 ridiculous. And now you look at the price of gas, and you're driving to
2: Boston. Are you kidding me? And you always thought I always thought, oh, you know, it would it would fizzle out just because I thought, you know, parents would say we're not paying this, but somebody will. That's the thing. Yes, they will. will. Yeah, and. I think when I played, it was, I think registration for AAA was around $3,500 thirty five hundred, four grand, but I don't remember. Right, that's crazy. And
1: now yeah. it's around ten. At, yeah, and if it was done 10, at my, the end know, of the year,
2: you would not. Yeah, he
1: you know your fall. your hotels, your accommodations, you,
2: like all of it. it. You're you're looking at around ten grand. It's 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 again. I don't want to say, like. That's crazy. I'm trying to get into that to try to be coach full time. So it's like, I guess that's how you do it is you need people to pay. Yeah. But I think it's, it's almost, I've had this talk with a few people. I think what's going on and I don't think we're the only ones that that have that thought it's highway robbery, but that's the only way you can compete because someone else will pay it, I guess.
1: I just don't get it. How, how, you know, like you think about the little kids that are, you know, so say it's like, 300 bucks a kid uh, in 10 bits. We'll, we'll just put a number out there. Three, 500 bucks, whatever. And you have four teams out on the ice because you've split the ice up. You know what I mean? Like, you can't tell me that, that, that there's no money there. Like, I I, I just don't understand the whole...
2: How it goes it works. back to you. You don't have the best... You will not see the best players anymore. Right. Uh, they will be good because they're competing against whoever yep. they are their peers are but that's why i think it's it's not shocking that you see the development of the swedes are are coming out because these are their best players right their development and they're not gouging their citizens to play hockey they grow up in a club so you know you'd be part of south point or you'd be part of essex and you pay your you know obviously you pay a little bit more as you get, get older but um you know they're not they're not robbing you
1: Right. But you can
2: do it in all honesty, you could do it as an Essex
1: County, like community and figure something out that it, it, it spreads it out. And you know, think about how many great players have come from this area that have played in the NHL, know, you know what great. I mean? And, and they weren't rich or whatever, but they got their breaks. You
2: well, know what be I mean? Interesting to see if you were to do now, this isn't to criticize Essex County, but I mean, even Toronto, what the percentage is from say 2010 and the past to now, what the percentage are the guys that make it because you don't really see a whole lot now.
1: No, I don't because
2: Toronto was a mecca, right? Yeah, but even like you'd see quite a bit one a year of Essex County of uh, making the NHL, and now, yeah, now it's just guys that are still there, like the Cassians. and... The Brodies, those guys have been there for a while. The Matt Martins. Yeah, yeah. Matt, yeah, those guys, you know, so it will be interesting to see how that trajectory goes. But again, people in Toronto pay crazy amount too. So I I thought it would always correct itself, but I okay, guess that's I just it's think the things. community's
1: got to get together. The arena's got to get to municip- figure Municipalities out. have to get together. And and you you can figure something out. You know, like you could you can make another Sun County or you can make something that's growing through it, or, um, what do you call it? Uh, um, you know, like uh, where the kids hang out and I don't mean like fucking bars or whatever, but, uh, clubhouses <laughs> or anything like that. But I, I mean, like remember we used to have, uh, where kids could go to a certain spot and, and hang out with their friends and everything was cool. There was no smoking. there's no drinking. There was, a, a rec center, a rec center. That's it you could, you could do that with hockey too. You know, you create one and and people start donating to it. And I think it would be amazing how many people are kids that would come out of, um, ice hockey in their back of their yards. You know, like you see some shit on YouTube that you're like, why is this kid not, you know, but, but all dad can afford is, is putting the water on uh, in the backyard.
2: Remember you used to finish hockey and throw your bag in the closet and go play baseball for the summer? Yeah. Or soccer or whatever. Yep. That doesn't, Football. Ex- doesn't exist anymore.
0: No. And- I'm st- I'm still doing that. <laughs> hockey stuff away, baseball stuff out. No, but, yeah. but, but
1: what I don't understand is is how that it's hockey all fucking year. Because it's like Kids have no other
2: sports. Yeah, because they see johnny doing it that they have to well you know it's called competition right i think that's just society in itself you know uh-huh. i don't know I, again it, it's even crazier it was zach hyman's dad the one that created in toronto started leasing out to you now you got these guys buying minor hockey teams do you know what i mean like they're worth millions now
1: what, it's like say Toronto, that again. Zach Hyman's, Zach Hyman's
2: dad. Dads, if you, it's, all a, it's all an article. Like, I think it was in 2013. You started leasing teams out to different people. So you, you would, So the Toronto Red Wings, I believe you would pay. So if you wanted the midget team or the minor peewee team, you would give $1, $100,000. And then it was your team to set registrations, see who the coaches were, et cetera, et cetera. That's how this all started. And then they seen the money grow. And each, I think it was the Toronto Marlies. Gagne and uh, Tavares just bought the Toronto Marlies AAA team. No yeah, shit. For I, yeah, or, I, I think that. two or three million. And I want to maybe, uh, I think that's a little low. Now, again, are they buying it because they love it? Or is there money to be made? I don't know. <laughs> or both. <Yeah. laughs>
0: I think they both actually played there, though. Yeah, so I
2: played against them growing up. They were on the Marlies. I was on the Senators, so that's why I always think, you know, they bought it for the love or
0: you know. He's he's like, motherfuckers.
1: (laughs) That's why you you should have buried Johnny T from behind in the board. Uh,
2: Yeah. I think he's got enough pressure as a captain where he's at. Oh, he does. (laughs) Like
1: like in, in the biggest market in hockey, I would say, yeah, like you, you, you can get, you can get shit canned out of there in no time.
2: Mm-hmm. No, it's it's yeah, and then it, you even see people coaches now. Buddy. I don't want to coach because of the parents, but the parents are paying big money, so they do have a right to say something. Mm. Back in the day, it wasn't you know, even junior B guys paid to play before you got paid to play. Right. So I think it's an interesting obstacle altogether. So
1: when, when the parent leans over the glass and say, why the fuck are not you playing my kid?
2: Well, I got to say, no, that, none, of those did, none of them did that. But, I mean, <laughs> they go through Salty. So that's obviously, you know, he deals with that as a GM. But, you know, it's – I go, yeah, you have a right to question, you know, why he wouldn't be playing or so-and-so wouldn't be playing. And, you know, you're paying a good amount of money for them to play. Yeah, you know. I was just
1: listening to Ring Shrinks and and one of the guys uh, that they had on, uh he's a country singer now, and and he, he said his dad just leaned over the glass when his when his kid was playing college hockey and he said, You better fucking put my kid on right now. Okay. Sure enough, hey, you're lying. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah,
0: no,
2: it's it's tough. It's tough.
0: Man, <laughs> that'd be fucked over. I'd be like, this is junior hockey, man.
2: Yeah, I, I would say that doesn't happen in Leamington, but I mean that's where Thank God. GM he 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 deals with that. So I kind of don't have to deal with that. I get just we talk about it on the phone and again you you have to healthy scratch guys yeah. too at this level. It's it's crazy. I think it's you know you're paying and then you might have to healthy because you can only dress so many guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Is there a, a draw that you draw from, like a team that you draw from? Like your your uh
2: like affiliate? Yeah. Well, I think that's a partnership that they created um with county, but we use a, a quite a bit of call-ups from uh Windsor Triple A U18 because that would be guys that aren't 16 that you know they can come up and play without being uh now you
1: can't pull sick. from junior C.
2: I don't know how that all that works. I I asked we had a couple. Figure back, it couple out, back.
1: coach. Come on. <laughs> I don't know if
2: it's like if they have to use a card. Um, I or a release. See, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. I tried to ask that question because there's a little bit more to it than just. I thought you could just call a guy up and call, and send him down. Right. Right. Because you know, I'm sure we would have liked to use Essex guys, but I, we didn't, and we had a bunch of AP. Has signed as APs, but I hadn't seen them at all the whole season. So, oh. Um,
1: so now when they're playing AP, where are they playing then? Are they playing Junior C or are they playing?
2: I don't know. Most, so somewhere in Essex, somewhere in Windsor AAA, but we only used three of them. So, oh, okay. Because, you know, fortunate enough, we didn't have a whole lot of injuries. So we actually had 14 forwards and 70 all year. Right. Oh, shit. So we actually didn't have to really draw too much, but. Again, I don't know how, why you don't really see it even LaSalle or, or Chatham. They, they, again, I don't know if there's some kind of stipulation that they have to be released from that team and then signed and then sent back down. And it's not like your minor league system where it's just a simple transaction. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, Which, again, I think is kind of silly because you should be able to kind of, pull. That's the whole point is you want to go play at the higher level. Like, right. like when we had guys. Uh, go up and play in the OHL. Yep, they went up and then they came back the next day.
1: Right. Hey, you got the call up. Yeah. How cool would that
2: be? Yeah. So that's why I don't know again if it's as simple as that. That that transaction.
1: As long as it's
2: probably not
1: um, like just say, for example, the 73s have a game and uh, you know they're getting ready to play, and you you're saying, hey, I I need so
2: and so. You can, you can AP them or something like that. So they can only play so many games. Right. That's what it is, I believe. They but if you take my games. best
1: player, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I would be pissed. Like like Mike Paley. You know what I mean? Mike Paley, the, the general manager of the 73s. And he's like, oh, I can't give him up. He's leading the league in scoring. And I got a big game I'm going into. Like, that would be kind of yeah, tough. And, right? I,
2: and that's where I always go for, uh, like, if that ever happened to us take them because I was once a player that's why I always believe like yeah, the same thing happens in the ECHL you'd be okay. surprised like there's guys that you hear afterwards the coach blocked a call up you know because word eventually gets around like you know they needed their top played out it's funny because you always see middle pack guys get called up from the ECHL and not the top guys all the time right because
1: so then you know, they don't get the calls anymore yeah, because like what what what, what 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 guy he's he's on the next list to go up, and he's like, uh, you know, they they called up, uh you know, like the fourth guy down the road, and they're like, "What
0: the fuck is wrong
1: with
2: Yeah, well, like, why me? Yeah, in? yeah,
0: it's
1: but they're only thinking about themselves <laughs> and not about the player that maybe he goes in and gets a hat trick
2: or yeah, uh, I, I, I get that. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Yeah, you might stick and stay there yep. for two months. Right, it happens. Right, or end up staying there.
1: Either whatever.
2: I don't know if it happens as much anymore, just because, again, people talk and all that social media stuff. I think that it's probably a little bit like it's before it would be. You find out at the end of the year, oh, yeah, hey, I tried to call you up. Uh, your coach didn't let you go. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I'd be pissed. Not me. That'd be me, but I've heard yeah. a handful of stories like that.
1: Oh, your coaches couldn't get rid of you. I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucked. Okay, I got to ask you one more question before we let you go. Um, your, uh, your goalie, uh, Ryan. Um, I can't worry. Yeah. Is that kid going to – is he built f- for wrestling? Like, he, he's going to be in a WWF, right? He likes his pasta, eh? <laughs> Bro, that is the biggest goalie with the biggest muscles I've ever seen in my life
2: yeah he's uh
1: can you tell me yeah. a bigger goalie that you've seen than that kid he's Goldberg. a beauty too he's a beauty too he's he's the one that i sat down next to and he's like you want pasta here have some pasta he's <laughs> italian just italian. crushing pasta and beers Italy, with yeah. him oh, he's yeah, a fucking well. gem
2: yeah no, know he was uh i would say he was our mvp for sure that guy he uh i would say it's a big part of why we finished first because you know again People scoreboard watch which is natural but you know you don't always see wow they actually gave up 30 or 40 shots and, mm-hmm. or even if it was 25 it was 15 dangerous chances or stuff like that so he was a big part of why where why we were first place and and even we went to the finals mm-hmm. did he out. actually
1: wear a chest protector i heard he didn't
0: hey he's
1: so he's such a big dude Hey,
0: let another goalie skate down the ice after him no there's not not a chance not a
1: chance yeah
0: but they might not know how big he is
1: oh yeah have fun with that (laughs) you know it
0: could could happen good luck luck.
1: (laughs) never know this kid is enormous He's a that's fucking funny. beauty, though. What a great kid. And uh, Bo, too. Great. Too. Yeah, Holy he's uh,
2: he's exciting. I mean, he signed with Niagara Ice Dogs. Yeah. Uh, so, again, it's one of those ones that's up in the air. He might be able to go and make it. Um, but if not, I mean, you got a good goalie to start off next year with. So, that's exciting. Now, is Ryan, Ryan coming us, back or is Ryan all done? He's done. He's, he's, oh, that he's, sucks, uh, eh? He's 20 years old, so he's done. O'Brien's done. And then obviously, why it's done. So,
1: so all, almost all four, all four of your, um, three, three, three of your four are gone.
2: Four, yeah. Wow. Oh, well, yeah. Cause they're, they're, they're too old. Yeah. 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 So,
1: and everybody else was, uh, <laughs> rookies.
2: 18 of them. Yeah. So that's the only thing. It's like now you got guys that were, you know, only one year in junior hockey. Now you got to, I think they grew a lot. That's for sure. So hopefully, yeah. but again, you can always add a little bit older guys. Right.
1: But you had some and, good leadership. You had some good coaches, you know, like, and, and like that, that compliment you gave to the staff and, and everybody like I saw it on Facebook, that, that was beauty. Like uh, you really know what you're doing there,
2: buddy. Well, no, I appreciate that. It. Yeah, it's, it's been a, an adventure, but it's uh, a lot, a lot to learn. That's for sure. I always thought it would be easy coaching, but far from it. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, a lot the of work. It's, well, it's, a, it, again, it's not full time. I, I, I move on this. I do moving, I move furniture. So that's my actually what I do mostly. And then, so that's one thing it's tough to juggle is say, if I have a long day of work and then got to go to practice with video and a practice plan already all made, you know, they're expecting that out of you as a coach, which is understandable. So
0: mm-hmm. that
2: to me is obviously I want to make it my goal where it's just I have to worry about coaching and maybe watching film in the morning like what about the firefighter like, thing? What happened there? Well, it's hard to get into Windsor Fire. I mean, I, yeah. was, I didn't what about,
1: a- what about Essex? What about Amherstburg? What about Leamington?
2: I think, I think Windsor's only the only full time. Oh, okay. All-tier firefighting is a bit of an obstacle because I don't know a lot about it. So again, I could be wrong, but you have to dedicate days where you can't work to be on call. I and mean, you have to be so many kilometers from the, uh, the fire hall. Home. Right. Yeah. So I think Kingsville would actually be the only one I could, but I don't know enough about it. Like, again, a firefighter could be watching and saying I'm wrong. So, but mm-hmm. for me, I would, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just all in on hockey. So, and I put too, already put too much money into firefighting. So it's like, I can't <laughs> yeah. I hear guys sinking like 20 grand into it and they're like still not hired. So I get it. You got to keep doing it and doing it. I just don't, if I could ever do it, great. I'm sure we'd all want to be firefighters, but I don't love it to keep mm-hmm. sinking more money into it hey, right. you
0: said you're in kingsville right yeah have you went golfing there yet
2: actually i, I golfed there like 10 years ago but last summer i didn't uh no I didn't Oh, I remember
1: there. when you on the podcast last time and you're like i'm gonna be a member there and i'm like oh you're well, shooting- so they blocked it
2: they blocked it you're shooting color. 200 They i think if you want to be a member there last summer they had like a vote and all the members said no, no more new members. Really? Come on. I think that's how it works. Yeah. I, I got some I connections to... there. Well, Jordan, Jordan, I'm not gonna do it anyway. Jordan Broman.
1: It's... We'll hook you up.
2: Yeah. No, my na- <laughs> my neighbor's a member, so he's invite me, yeah, which is good. But um it's it's also telling the family, hey, see you in eight hours. <laughs> right. Hammered us. <laughs> <laughs> come pick me up, babe.
0: Yeah. Hey, babe, yeah. come pick me up. So <laughs> throw the kids in the car,
1: right. come pick me up. That's yeah.
0: funny, Rob. Do you have anything else for him? Or are you good?
1: No, no. I, I, I'm just so happy that you came on the show, yeah. and uh, I hope to have you back on the show before uh, the new season starts. Once you get the yeah, and then I have more the I have team more all lined and, up, and that would be awesome. Let know
2: going on. Let you know if they're selling beer or not.
1: Yeah, yeah. Number one, and send me a shirt
2: so I can wear it on the show. Like <laughs>
1: they're fucking too expensive there when you when you get yeah. into the arena.
2: They yeah, are. Right. I know. I heard about that.
1: Yeah, and, and I think we should get a press pass. I should get a press pass and, uh, if I'm <laughs> going to go to these watch, games. <laughs> should you should know, gosh, wants, wants
0: to be part owner. Well, part
1: you want me to keep stuff. talking about the team, or I, I don't have to.
2: Uh, like Leamington. <laughs> hey, you all you have to say is you'll cover Lasalle. And you might get some. Yeah, people and see people what listening. happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what they'll do. We'll pump. We'll pump their tires. Fuck, let's go. That's fine. They right got money deal. there, and you got all the master <laughs> out there. Fuck.
2: Give me a pass. Yeah, look at it. Like, you know what I mean. I want to go to every single farm, just with a portfolio. Hey, this is right. what you guys could do here. Like, this is what, I, and I. What's two hundred grand teach these farms, and then you have right. the best hockey program in Leave Me like Two. Two nice arenas, and yeah,
1: like you said, right. the biggest farms, fuck it, in Ontario. <laughs> like,
2: like, let's go. Let
1: it, Bring me with like, you. I'll go with you. We'll take care of this. <laughs>
2: Don't sponsor these like they're sponsoring these amphitheaters by the water. No, right, great, great. Let's yeah. yeah. No one even goes to those anymore. No. Let's go to the like, rink and you can yeah.
0: Let's pack the rink. It's all them teenagers getting high, dudes.
2: watching
1: fucking Back to the Future. For <laughs> well, I think what
2: they like, like what. Fuck, when, let's what's go. All jokes aside, you know, you bring that kind of money, it cuts registration massively, and you're actually hey, you bring out these players. And,
1: Absolutely, you know, I totally it's agree.
2: About, it's like hey, just buy your equipment. You probably wouldn't even buy your equipment if you made the team, blah, blah, blah. Right. Right? There's so many. I think that's to, now to go down a different road, but that you see Akima Lu, I mean, uh, besides the whole movement, what he's doing, I think is great. As, I mean, he, everything he's doing is great, but w- what he's doing, I think, which is really good is he's actually doing what we just said. He's creating hockey teams and hockey programs that the kids don't have to pay. Or if they pay, it's like, next to nothing so right
1: bare minimum I mean,
2: yeah and you're not going to get a bunch of superstars but if you again you get like again if you go down the wayne simmons anthony stewart these guys they they wouldn't be be in the nhl if it wasn't for for programs like that programs, yeah. so yep for sure so that's where i think that yeah you can go to these farms and <laughs> give me your money and if it doesn't work that hey bring a me away you them. i got a suit I got to sue. Yeah. Like it's just a tax write off anyway. Yeah.
1: So where, where else are you going to spend the money?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, I need another Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <that's a laughs> caddy. Give me a caddy and I'll be fine. Yeah.
2: There you go. You're yeah. Fine.
1: No, but I, I, yeah, that it's something that you need to uh, make uh, like awareness. You know what I mean? Like. And I don't know how you do it. I don't know how hockey. you
2: start. Yeah, that's the only thing. Is how right do you here, start?
1: right yeah. here, we're doing it right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So
0: let's get hockey well, going in Leamington.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Essex, everywhere, everywhere. 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 Yeah, it's, everybody's it's got is. money except me.
2: I think it's just people, <laughs> someone has to make that that move, and when it when again, but it's someone that has to have money to be like or maybe money still has to pay the bills, pay the ice, pay the travel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? It's
1: got to start somewhere, Dale. It's got to start man. somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, so I When's agree. The you get it started. We'll carry it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you Dale. don't need the money. You don't need the money. You need, you need the the backing,
2: right? I think municipality is the first thing, right? Mm. So that's why I think Essex, I heard Essex has a good setup and um, that's just from people that played there, McKibben and stuff, you know, the team, the, the city loves it. The mayor loved it. These guys, I don't think, pay very much money to play the, for the 73s. and right. Um, I think it's no secret why they're there. They get to go on cruises year.
1: and shit. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <You're fucked up. laughs> yeah. No, I'm down. I'm down. I'm like, uh, I'll go to the minute. I'll go to the meetings. You got to come with me.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. People always say, "Well, how do how do I get my money back?" You know, that's always like go to the game, <laughs> sell beer. <laughs> Yeah, sell beer. Oh, you
1: get free tickets. Yeah, you give us, you give us a hundred grand, we'll give you free tickets.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. Start, you know, support yeah. your
1: community. Like that's what it's all about,
2: isn't it? Bring, you got to bring your buddy McCarty there. Send you that video. Fuck yeah. him too. Yeah, that
0: was fucking.
2: So I'm gonna good. fight him. I'm gonna push him <laughs> in a
1: ditch when we golf.
0: <laughs> he ain't gonna see it coming either. Well, you always start shit with him, and then fucking <laughs> bullshit.
1: He starts it with me. Oh, because he had a mohawk. Give me a break! You're over forty, bud. Let it go. Flip
0: it. Flip so that. Funny. Yeah, it's so funny
1: though, man. Right? I love I love Mitchy's fucking mustache. His beauty. Oh, shave it. Hey, it's a great duster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dale. This has been good. All right. No, um, it's been fun. Good luck, man. Let's have some beer soon, though. Seriously.
2: Yeah. Now everything's open and doesn't the COB don't exist so. We got a new I Chuck's in Essex say. now. Yeah. yeah, I saw. I was going to go to Krabby's, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they were, they just were renovating. Renovating,
1: yeah. It just opened up on Monday.
2: They're doing things right because now you go have a – it doesn't go off topic. It costs you – if you get a coffee and a wrap at Tim Hortons, it's 10 bucks, pretty much yep. rounded up. You go get a burger and fry and a water at Chuck's eight dollars like how does that make sense right <laughs> that's beautiful <laughs> not saying so, things I, should be cheap but like they're changing the game so and like, a, uh, a burger and <laughs> yeah, four dollar
1: exactly. pints before uh five
2: well that's what i mean yeah and the Leafs are playing and the appetizer they're doing it right whether it's yeah. like, like people can chirp it if they want but i think that's no re- no secret why they're becoming more popular
1: mm-hmm. like they say figure it out fuck <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Dale. Thanks a lot, bro. All right, thanks, boys. <laughs> thanks for wasting my time, Dale. Love you, buddy. <laughs> no I'm just kidding. I
2: just kidding. No problem.
0: And there he was, folks. Mister Dale Mitchell. It's always good catching up with Dale. He's always a pretty witty guy too. Comes on here, clowns around with us a little bit. We were chirping the shit out of him about beer in the seat. So.
1: And <laughs> his moustache.
0: But he did some awesome things with that team. And to do that with 18 rookies is very impressive. So good job to those guys, man. That freaking coaching staff, all the boys on the team. So good luck to them moving forward. We'll be in touch, I'm sure.
1: He, he got coach of the year as well, right? Eh?
0: Yes, he did. So he's a beauty. He's a beauty. And Rob loves his stash too, so. Yeah, thirty. <laughs> so Rob, we'll get into the series real quick. Battle of Alberta. That series is going, buzzing, that fucking series. So, that series has been costing me a lot of sleep, for one.
1: staying up and watching it. Oh, I,
0: I can't stop watching that series. It's incredible. Oh, it is incredible. The stuff that is going on in that series. Evander Kane right now is unreal right now. he uh, He's just... Scoring machine. But he's also he's on a line with Connor McDavid. But he has 10 goals in the playoffs so far. McDavid has 23 points. Dreisaitl has 19. That is crazy. The leader for them is Johnny Hockey, and he has eight. Chucky has uh, four goals in his past five games. Kane has five in his past five games. These guys, like... So, think about that. In their last five games, McDavid has 14 points in five games. Yeah. Like what everybody says, he's
2: in X games mode,
0: right? He's fucking in fuego right now. Yeah. It's kind of convenient now that he's playing. He's on, the, he's
2: on the cheat sheet
0: right yeah. now. He's plus 11 in five games. Oh. Connor McDavid. In the past uh, 10 or sorry, nine games. So, Smitty there between the pipes has a 2.55 goals against, 9.33 save percentage. Markstrom is 5-5 five and five in his last 10, 2.65 goals against, 9.12 save percentage. He's got one shutout. Smitty's got two. Smitty seems to uh, have really clicked in.
1: Buckled down. Series.
0: Yeah, like he really did buckle down. So that's good for them, man. It's good news for them. Rob, do you think? think the series is going to go seven.
1: I do, I think
0: do. So. But
1: whoever comes out of it is going to be beat the rat shit.
0: Do you think you who know. whoever comes out of it is going to go to the finals?
1: I do. I got Calgary coming out of this one.
0: Got to uh, remember though, whoever comes out of this series is going to play wait, the on. is going to play the winner of Colorado and St. Louis, but it's Colorado leads that series right now, two to one.
1: Sorry, I think I, I think I have Col- Colorado beating Calgary.
2: Mm -hmm. and I
1: have to to correct myself I got informed that I was wrong on the uh, Drago lamp firing it was in Florida where Florida had left him on the side of the road yeah
0: but still that's fucked yeah either way yeah either way so keep an eye on that series you know what we'll stay in the west the Colorado series here this is one of the hardest hitting series I think I've in the playoffs right now um Landis Gog has been going off eight points in his past five games. He's four of those goals. Kale McCarr's got six assists in his past five games. Kadri's plus four. O'Reilly, six points in his last five. Four of those being goals. Jordan Bennington, too bad he is out now. Okay, so obviously everybody's seen Kadri kind of ran into him there, which obviously I don't think was, I don't think he meant to do it. Like, you know what I mean? The thing is, though, is Jordan Bennington, is four and one, with a one point seven two goals against. His save percentage is nine forty nine. He's done for the playoffs.
1: And and you were saying earlier that uh, getting death threats and everything. He's getting
0: death threats, yes. Yeah. So cops like, are involved. Like
1: really, are you going to kill this guy because like uh, incidental contact, both reaching for the puck? Mm-hmm. You know, you run out of room and boom, there it is. Yeah. Like I-, I don't know.
0: And also Kemper on the other side, four and one, 1.99 goals against, 926 save percentage on the other side. So this would have been a goalie battle for the ages in this series. Freaking uh, power plays are first and second.
1: What, what did you think <laughs> about that? Did you think it was dirty or did you think I didn't, it
0: was, I didn't think it was a hockey time. play. I thought it was a hockey Taking play. I
1: yeah.
0: thought it was a hockey play. Yeah, me too. I didn't see anything dirty. You think this guy wants to get kicked out again?
1: No, he would. He would not be. He'd be playing in the KHL or in Russia after this. And, and if he like
0: wanted to get kicked out, he's going to rip someone's head off. He's not going to do it trying to go for a puck with a goalie. Like you know what I mean? So, yeah. Just a shitty. But, but I
1: wanted to ask you too. What, what did you think about uh, like uh, we we jumped to the other series? But uh, Kane, like, what a fucking steal! Hey, eh, oh on my that? god.
0: Kenny Holland looks like a genius right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's probably the greatest pickup in NHL history for that kind of money.
0: And to the Flames fan that threw money over the glass at him on the bench, you're an idiot. Just so you know, because he's shoving it right up your fucking hoop right now. Every chance he gets. No spit, no lube, sandpaper finish. Right to the fuck... He's rung up fucking two hat tricks in the playoffs. He's fucking on fire. Everything he's shooting's going in the net. Flames. Do you really want to add fuel to the fire? Because that's all you're doing. So freaking Chucky there too did a little one of these in the freaking box to him, too. So, like all you guys are doing is pissing him off and he's playing better. <laughs> so- you know,
1: you know it's crazy too, right? So if he can get his head on straight, he'd be one of the highest paid guys in the fucking NHL.
0: Fucking right. I think he's learned his lesson, man, to be honest with you. He's well, we'll what see
1: it goes from there, right?
0: Yeah, but it's what else have gonna you. He's going
1: to more you, money to up, all them guys.
0: Yeah, but what else have you heard of him since he's been there with the oil? Nothing.
1: He's keeping his nose clean. It That's seems, what I mean. So. He has to.
0: You're getting a second chance of, at life in the NHL. Not to mention, you're playing with two of the best players in the world. Are you going to yep. mess that up? No, but yeah, I, you know he's
1: that kind of guy that's going
0: to end up leaving for the money, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so we're going to find out. It's just he's, a matter of time. right? If he, if he stays out of shit off the ice and everything, and like like you said, keeps his nose clean, I think he's going to be fine, and I think he's going to be uh, he's going to have a great career. Fuck, he's got a shot at winning a cup if they keep playing like this. So yeah. we'll see what happens. So we'll flop over to the east. You want to go to the Rangers and Hurricanes. Or do you want to go Lightning and Panthers?
1: We'll do the Lightning and Panthers. All right. I'm, in all honestly, I haven't seen much of the St. Louis games.
0: No, I haven't really watched too many of them either. Kucherov doing his thing, past five games, eight points, three of those being goals, obviously five assists. McDonough is a plus four in his past five. This fucking... Verhage or whatever guy for Florida is fucking ripping it up. Seven points, five games, three of those goals. Claude uh, Giroux has four assists in his past five. Listen to these records and he's, okay, so Uncle Bob, okay, who's in net there for for Florida, he's got a four and five record, 2.88 goals against. He's got a 906 save percentage with a losing record. Vasilevsky, like we already said with him, he's seven and three, two two forty-four goals against, and he's got a nine twenty-two save. Remember in the Leaf series, he was at like eight something. He was at like eight eighty. Yeah. In the Leaf series. So he's up like forty, fifty points in his save percentage. The thing I didn't really like, and if it's true, is like the Florida players out at the strip club, like we kind of mentioned earlier, is not a good look. Considering you're in the play, it's one thing if it's a regular season game. Who gives a fuck, right? Whatever. Yeah, it's the playoffs, and you're down in the series, and you're on the road.
1: I think you mailed it in when you did that. Yeah. <coughs> but how bad does your your coach look? Who's the coach there in Florida? Um,
0: I, I don't know that. I can't help you with. I
1: can't think of it right now. <laughs> I can't look at my phone because the computer's not fucking working. <laughs>
0: Because he's on his phone. Yeah. yeah so, so I don't know, man. I just don't think it's a good look. I can see the lightning, possibly a sweep, but I could see this series maybe five games maximum. And I,
1: well, I think that's why I was trying to figure out the coach's name because I think he's gone. Because if yeah. he can't his fucking team in like that and they're, they're gone out, you know, bouncing around strip clubs, then yeah. you've lost the room.
0: Yeah. It's not a good look. Nope. So on to the last series. Rangers, Canes, it's now currently it's a 2-1 to Carolina series lead right now. Fucking Zabanajad. my God. Nine points in his past five games. He's got four goals, five assists in his past five. That Adam Fox, six assists in his past five games. Um, other side of the puck, we got Ajo's got two goals. That Sl- Slavin, is that how you say it? Slavin, I think that's how you say it. He's got three assists in his past five. Bronta, listen to these numbers. He's five and three in his past eight. 1.86 goals against. He's got a 939 save percentage, one shutout. Bro. Shesterkin, on the other side of the puck. He is five and four. He's got 2.95, 921 save percentage. He doesn't have any shutouts. So here's the thing. So they also listen to the back. So so um, what am I lost my train of thought? Oh. The Rangers, listen to this for the backup, Georgiev has a 2.04 goals against, 9.35 save percentage. Do you think maybe a switch in the pipes would be a good thing or do you stick with Shisirkin?
1: I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if, it, if it's going to be a better fit, but you can always change the momentum of the game by a right? Sometimes different teams come out in front of different goalies.
0: These games have been fairly tight too. So the end of 1-2-1, 2-0, 3-1 have been the scores of the game. So actually, it's not horrible, but I don't know, man. Might not be looking too good for the Rangers. Yeah. We'll see on that one. Other than that, yeah, there's not really a whole lot else going on in the league right now. So, which would lead us to our last segment, which is always our Butte of the Week. Rob, do you have yours already, or are you?
1: No, I don't.
0: I'm gonna go with Vander Kane again. Just natural, gonna... natural hat trick. It took him six minutes. How how do you go? How how do you go against that? <laughs> and he's
1: an animal too. Like yeah. he, he's a, he's a great hockey player. He's He's a little bit more rounded than Kachuk, but same kind of hockey players, right? Mm-hmm. They're both, they're both mean, they're both nasty. They, they leave yeah. it all out on the, on the ice, and uh, yeah, good, good to see him doing it. I, I'm glad that he's coming around.
0: It's Me awesome, too, man. It is great. So I, you're... I
1: would go with the same. i would go with the same pick because I thought <laughs> so... before you said it. Yeah. Like,
0: Rob's going Kane or two. So until next week, and Rob, we're signing off. We're out of here. See you. Peace.